My name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround our everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we diving into today? Well, we are giving all of you a season pass to miracles, where we closely examine the miracles of Jesus Christ and we apply it to our modern day life. Today, we will be talking about the miracle of the withering of the fig tree that produced no fruit. This will be taken from the book of Mark, chapter 11, verses 12 to 24 and 20 to 25. And it begins. And Jesus entered Jerusalem. He went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything as he was already late, he went out to Bethany with the 12. On the following day, when they came from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for it and was not the season of figs. And so he said to it, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard. Going to uh, verses 20, as they passed by the fig tree in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to a mountain be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone to your father who also forgive you and your trespasses. Amen. Amen. This has a couple of nuggets in it, and um, it's a really good miracle because, honestly, I think about this miracle a lot for my personal life. Um, So it begins in, this is a part of the time when Jesus is about to be crucified. This is like the the day like days before his crucifixion i think this is like on a monday and he's like dead on a friday kind of situation so he's very close to his death and he knows that he's going to be brutally beaten and so jesus is probably in a different state of mind so it says that he sees the fig tree in the distance and he wants to get fruit now you can tell a fruit uh, a tree's ripeness by their leaves So the tree already had leaves, like it had leaves early. It wasn't even the season for figs, but it had leaves as if it was going to produce fruit. But when Jesus saw that it had no fruit, he cursed it. Now you would think to yourself, why would Jesus curse a tree? Why doesn't he just say tree, sprout some uh, fruit? (laughs) It's so crazy to me that he cursed it, but there's something else going on. And I think what's going on right there is that, Jesus is coming to the end of his ministry in his physical form here on earth. And he has been uh, ministering to the people of Israel who have rejected him and who are about to do the ultimate rejection. And he's saying that if it produces no fruit, curse it, tell it to die. And Jesus is about that life. He's about production in your life. If 
the word is being ministered to you. It's going into you in seed form and you're supposed to produce fruit. Don't let it fall by the wayside. I think he's kind of giving the symbolism that this is going to die. This ministry is going to have to be something else because it's not producing the fruit that he wanted. It has the leaves. It looks like it smells like it. You think it is, but when you go up to it, it has nothing. And I think about that in my life because sometimes you have the right credentials, but you're not producing. That's how I feel about my career, right? Like I feel like it's kind of stalled. What if God said, I'm going to curse that tree to produce nothing more that no one will eat from you because you didn't do what you were supposed to do with the tools. It's like burying the talents that he gave when we talked about the uh, parables and he, the master gave different talents to all of the servants and one went and buried it. You know, he cursed the master cursed him when he came back and said like, you did nothing. That's what Jesus is going to say to us. He's leaving us with seeds and we're supposed to be um, productive. So that's like the first part. And the second part is if you believe anything in your heart, because when the, when his, uh, when his uh, disciples were like, Oh my God, yes, just yesterday you said you cursed the tree and now like it's dried up. And he's just like, yes, you have to believe in your heart. He's trying to say that you have authority at this point in time. He probably is not creating the same lessons as he was before. Like the lesson plan has shifted. We got to give quick lessons, right? right? He's like, (laughs) tutorials now, right? Like shorts. (laughs) If you tell something to move, you tell the mountain to move, it'll move with your heart. He's trying to say, yes, you have power and authority in your, your power of life and death in your tongue, but he's not giving these long parables or giving these long explanations because he's running out of time and he needs his disciples to understand. And part of him was frustrated with them because he felt like they weren't getting it right. some of the times. That's really interesting. I I love the two um, examples that you gave. I think the first thing is that uh, you're right. Jesus could have done what he's done in the past, which was to make the tree better by mm-hmm. just producing fruit because it had all of the appearance of a fruitful tree, but it was fruitless, um, fruitless, right? Which is kind of like people, right? They have the effects of being good or the effects of being Christians, but they don't, they don't do Christian things or Ooh. they don't do, you know, things that are of the fruit of the spirit in a sense. Right. And I think that, Jesus was running out of time. So he had no time to really get down and dirty with this lesson again. It was like, look, I've taught you guys, you have followed me. You have seen all the things that I can do and you see the things that I choose not to do. At this point, I want to show you that just like I can give it, I can also take it away. Hello. And I think this is why instead of giving the tree fruit, he also, he cursed the tree because like, why would Jesus do that? And he's also saying that things are not just given just because it's given because one, you have faith and it's given because you believe in it. And this is why the second part, which is what you say, and I want to uh, reiterate it, is that if you believe, then you will have. And that's the reason why uh, uh, when when he was asked, you cursed it and now it is, yes, it, it is so because I also believe and I also have faith and I manifested it and you can also manifest the power of your tongue. So I think those lessons were really important because this is the ending of it. And he's giving these these quick tutorials, these shorts to as <laughs> reminders that, hey, keep in line, stay in line, keep the word, grow with the word, use that as your nourishment, use that as your food 
because just as we can give, God can also take away. Yes, I love that you related the two the two parter because I, I just saw them as these quick short lessons, and that's why he said what he said in the second mm-hmm. part. But I think you're right. I think the production of fruit also takes uh, that prayer and belief. And he's saying, if you believe, it will happen. So there's no excuse, pretty much, of us not being able to accomplish things. And I think in this in this time, we don't run on an, a short shortness of time. We always feel like we have so much time, but we know that sh- time is short. Yes. People die unexpectedly. Yeah. People lose things. People become disabled unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And so in the time that you were given and with the things that you have been given, what have you produced? I ask myself all the time, what have I produced? What have I given? And I know God has wants greater for me because I feel it in my heart. So the fact that sometimes I feel stuck or stagnant or even behind, I always feel behind. I'm so disappointed in myself. Sometimes I think to myself that Jesus would be disappointed in me. God would be disappointed to me. Sometimes I think to myself, God has cursed me. Like mm-hmm. things that I were able, I was able to do, I can no longer do. I, I think I said this before. Like I used to be able to sing really well. And now I can't because I never did anything with that talent. I sang when I was young in the church choir, but I never developed that talent. When I went to school, I didn't join the choir. I joined a band Mm -hmm. and I played a musical instrument. I kid you not. I played the alto saxophone. I read music. This day, I cannot read music. Mm. It's like you have these talents and what are you using with them? And I don't want my talent to die with me. I don't want to feel stuck and stagnant. Maybe what I'm lacking is that belief in myself. Mm. If I truly believe and I tell this mountain to move, it will move. And maybe part of it is that I don't have that faith. And so I'm not producing fruit and or producing the fruit or having the leaves, right? Like Mm. on the outside, it looks like everything is pretty. It's a nice package. And when you get up close, you see that it's nothing. Have you ever met someone who you had so much faith in right. and you're like, oh my God, I was so disappointed. Right. Maybe as someone you idolize, someone you worship, right. and then you met them in person, you're like, that, that's, not, that's who they really are. Right, like, that did not go <laughs> as planned. <laughs> right. But we, none of us want to be like, no. we want to exceed expectations. Correct. And I think that's what God has called us to do, mm-hmm. to be more, right? He says, you're more than conquerors. Right. What are more than conquerors? That means you're better than just taking things. Right. You're going to do something more. When we talk about the 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 one of the last miracles, when we we talked about when the the man returned, mm. one of the ten lepers returned. He said, "Now you are healed." But remember, he already been he healed, healed of him. the leprosy. Right. So what more is there? This short has so much. It has so much. This short, <laughs> this short is not short. short. No. <laughs> right. It's not. Short. Um, it, it's funny because I love the two uh, examples that you gave about being able to have um, the ability to sing and, and play music and read music. And now because you have not put energy or, or time into those those talents, you are now starting to forget them or you feel like maybe they're still inside of you. It's like muscle memory, right? But is this the time and place that you will explore them again? You know, are you in a position that now that you want to do it. Maybe when you acquire the things that you want, it will be something that's inside of you that say, okay, I want to now use this time to do it. But the reason why I wanted to say that is like a, someone like me who people think because I have the raspy voice that I can sing and I 
every time I open my mouth, people are so shocked that I cannot see because they're like, oh my God, you suck. And it's hilarious because in my heart, I am so like, I have the belief that one day I can truly, truly belt a beautiful tune and I would become that person like the one hit wonder that would go to the studio, <laughs> do one performance, do the flow Joe on everybody, run that one race and make sure that, you know, that I set my world record and everything else and never do it again because it's like being Cinderella at the ball, right? <laughs> at 12 o'clock midnight, everything goes away. But for me, I have that belief that one day I can do those things, but I like the fact that you mentioned um, this idea of your talent. It's almost like that tree that looks the part, but up close doesn't really have it. It's like if you want to bear fruit, right, you have to have all those elements that are good. So if you're lacking in those elements, how can you? You know, right now, as we speak, on my side of the block, there were new trees that were planted, but immediately um, adjacent or right across the street from me, there is the same tree and it is so beautiful. It's pink. It looks like a cherry blossom. And I'm like, what did those people do to get that tree? I swear I knocked on their door because I thought that they put something in the soil. But why is that the only tree that looked like that? And it just kind of made me feel like that's life. Like, you know, we... All those trees were planted at the same time, but that's the only tree that blossomed in that way. Is it because the sun is hitting it differently? It, did those people put something in the soil that maybe we, the other neighbors just left and just want the, the parks department to continue to do the things that they do? I don't know, but I went over there to find out what are you doing that I'm not doing? And I think that's how we are in life. Like we see things that are beautiful. We, we're not, the envy is, is not an envious of, of like maliciousness. It's like, wait, what am I doing wrong here? Or what can I do to be just as good or to be better for me? Because I know you, it's not that you have more than I have. It's whatever talent you had, I, I'm sure I have talents. Let me do it in my own way. Let me blossom in my own way. And I think that these are the kind of examples that are around us in the world that sometimes these are signs from God. We just have to go within ourselves to have that same idea of bearing fruit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, and I also think if you believe you're going to put effort into mm -hmm. it, right? If you actually visualize, they talk about visualization as such a powerful tool. If you actually visualize yourself in a position or doing something or accomplishing something, you're actually going to put more effort towards it. Right. So that faith comes with works. It's not like it happens just because you believe, right. but truly believing inspires you to continue to strive for it. If you don't believe it or you don't foresee it, you're going to already say it's dead mm. out of the gate. Mm. And like Philia talked about, like there's something else. Now we know that there are seasons. We live in New York, right? So we experience the four seasons. I know that doesn't happen everywhere, but we experience the four seasons. And lately we've had unusually unseasonable weather. We have warm days, cold days, warm days, cold days. It was like almost 90 degrees yes. yesterday. It's like 61 degrees right. today. That's a 20 degree jump. Right. And I think a couple of weeks ago, I was outside and I saw flowers blooming coming out of the ground, but it was cold. I had on my winter jacket, maybe two days before it was really nice. It was in the 60s and it was sunny and then two days later it's like 30 degrees right. and so now you're having the flowers that are sprouting before their season and what happens when they come out before their season 
they uh they they die they freeze above ground and they're not going to be able to produce the flower that they're intended so some of the times we need to work on the skills we need to make sure that it's going through the seasons a lot of us want to jump put the cart before the horse right we want we want what we see yeah we want what we we want the end product without doing the work correct and part of getting to the end product is doing the work Mm -hmm. we can't the tree is not going to grow overnight it's going to need the nourishments and it's going to need the patience and Sometimes we get frustrated because we don't have patience. And I'm, I'm raising my hand because I'm talking about myself. Yeah. I get frustrated because I don't like the onerous process. I don't like working. Sometimes I have to talk to God like maybe this is part of the process of you sharpening me. Maybe my fruit is not actually dead. Maybe it's not cursed and withered. Maybe it's not in the season to bloom. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we have to think about that for ourselves. Like instead of thinking about the fruit being cursed to die because we did nothing about it, maybe it's season is not, it's not right mm. season. It's halted a little it's, bit so that it just, could produce right. when it's supposed to, like it's in, in one of the the stages of photosynthesis. Got you. I, okay, I, I right, right, right. I don't know if that's quite science right. majors. Don't quote us on <laughs> it. Right. But it's right. it, it's developing it's and developing it has stages. to yeah. grow underground it before does. it sprouts. Yeah. And the reason why Jesus cursed that fig tree is because he saw the leaves, but he saw no fruit, mm-hmm. and it said that it wasn't the right season. Right. So for him to to be to see something expectantly Mm -hmm. he approached it expectantly because it had the leaves but it didn't have the fruit it didn't have the substance associated with those leaves so it was premature Mm -hmm. in the wrong season and that's because it probably didn't do what it was needed to do it didn't preserve and because it didn't preserve now it's forced to die Mm -hmm. so sometimes there is patience that's required sometimes there's work Sometimes there's faith, but all of these are essential ingredients to making sure that there is growth, yes. that, that you do produce the fruit. Right. And um, I mean, even in this short, there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, even in this short is definitely so much. And I really can't wait to discuss this on our live because I think this is where the idea, there's a reason for a season comes in. Ooh. I think Jesus just like, he shut it down. He was like, nope, not the right season. <laughs> I will curse you, you know, and uh, I think that's what that is. It's like, nope, it's not in its time. Everything in God's time, it wasn't God's time for that to occur. And then he just reverted it back to the way it's supposed to go. And this is the way I see it. So love that. Yes. So thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, stay tuned for our closing prayer and our announcements. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on the miracle of the withering of the fig tree that produced no fruit. Before we end, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we'll be back next Wednesday to discuss season two, episode 33 on the miracle of restoring a man's severed ear. We are super delighted to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesday's YouTube live discussion where we'll be discussing your season past miracles and how we all can access our very own miracles through our personal walk with Jesus Christ. This will take place tonight at our new time of 8 p.m. sharp. Don't miss it. If you haven't done so already, we are still continuing to fill our jars of joy with a note, scripture, prayer, or just something God has done for you in the name of Jesus. Now, it's not too late to catch up. We are only in week 14. 
Now, in the last podcast of the year, we will empty out our jars of joy or boxes and take turns reading our blessings. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Treading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, simply spread the news and follow us. Click that like button, and then you can comment and share with family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer, specifically praying from the text of the Bible. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Our prayers are strengthened in numbers, so we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we abandon ourselves in your hands, and whatever you may do, we thank you. We are ready for all, and we are ready to accept all, Father God. Let only will be your done that is will that that is done for us, Father God. But we wish no more, O oh Lord, that you commend our souls. We offer it to you, Father God, with all of the love of our heart. Father God, we pray for all of the possibilities, all of the miracle workers that you can do. We put our trust and our faith in you because we know that nothing is impossible without you. Oh, Father God, just as you told Sarah about the coming birth of Isaac, we know you will make a way when there is no way. You raised Lazarus from the dead, Father God, and you made dry bones have flesh again and then made breath into them. Father, you look out for your people and for that we praise you. You are the same God today as you were then. And we believe in the power of you, Father God. We believe in your intention and we believe in your intervention. Father God, our mind has silenced the critics and we cannot hear the non-believers, but all we hear is you and what harm can come to us when we walk with you. Father, you are our savior. You came down to earth to save us and told us to have faith in you. You said that with faith, that we can move mountains. And you say, go throw yourself in the sea and it will be done. So our mind knows that if we believe and trust you and have faith in you, Father, then your will will be done. Father God, we will receive whatever we ask of you in your holy name. And we believe in you. We believe that you are our Lord and Savior. You are the God most high. You are the creator of heaven and you are the creator of earth. Erase our doubt. Take it all away. Help our unbelief and deliver us, Father God, into your righteous hands. Oh Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, may we all continue to pray and say amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for tuning into this podcast. Always remember to be kind to one another and always remember that we love you, but most importantly, God loves you. Can't wait to see you tonight, 8 p.m. sharp. Don't forget. Love you. Bye.